Welcome to episode 25 of The Gooch, coming to you this Friday. Hope you enjoyed a lovely week of freedom. A <laughs> little bit of Coca-Cola, maybe a few cigarettes. <laughs> cigarettes sounds so good with that voice, because it's what, it's what that voice was designed to sound. what that voice was designed, exactly. Yeah. And you know what? Cigarettes made that voice. Yeah, yeah that's, that's <laughs> very true. That's very yeah, true. That and other things, for sure. It goes so. both ways. Yeah, it's, uh, it goes both ways. Kids, you want to sound cool? No, no. no, no, no. Well, welcome back after uh, <laughs> after several weeks of doing our, uh, our interviews. We've got a week where it's just back to us. We're going to summarize what we've been up to and uh kind of prep you guys for the upcoming election because as of friday you've got uh 10 days until the federal election yeah so september 20th monday that's the big day um and there's going to be a lot at stake mm-hmm. uh if you want to see that top one percent tax there's only one way to vote if, yeah unfortunately if, if you want to see uh the mental health crisis across Canada uh, being addressed. There's only one party you can vote for. If you want to have clean water in the <laughs> if reserves. If you want to have clean drinking water in the reserves, if you want to have this uh, recently created Truth and Reconciliation Day to, I don't know, apply to people who might have actually fallen under it and not just only allowing federal employees, those directly connected to carrying out these atrocities, to give them a day off. Oh, you're talking about how the Alberta government made it up to oh, business? Oh, BC, BC made it up to business. The federal government allowed it to go up to business because they made it a federal a federal holiday. Oh, so right okay. now, federal workers, the ones directly connected... Now, now, these aren't... Pe- people aren't, but these positions that are directly connected to the atrocities that we're trying to recognize right now, those are the only people getting a day off. And what are they going to do? They're probably going to go out for lunch... Maybe they're going to go to a First Nations person who has to serve them on their own day mm-hmm. and they get no recognition whatsoever. It's a fucking joke. Yeah. So if you want all of these po- positive social changes and financial changes to, stay, to, to come to fruition, there is literally only one party to vote for. And it's not an option in the United States. It's not red and it's not blue. And up in Canada, it's not blue and it's not red. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking orange. There's only one way you can go if you actually want to see substantive, uh, substantive change. Mm. And it sucks. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not someone who likes to, to push or, or, or convince somebody that it's one side or the other. I typically like to go broad until the other person just abandons their position. That mm-hmm. tends to be how I go. Uh, but in this particular instance, you, Justin and, 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 and O'Toole, they're, they're intricately connected in their love of the wealthy, in their love of the status quo, the status quo that has fucked our generation and is fucking Gen Z up, right? We need to make sure that opportunities grow for our, yeah. us, our generation. The older Gen Zs can vote now, too. Yeah, they can. So... <clears throat> You know, I, I just, you're the unaccounted for, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. 35% of the population votes, right? So all these polls, oh, 100% chance these guys are going to win or no yeah, chance that these yeah. guys are going to win. All of that is based off of absolute nonsense. Well, it's also the counts too. Like I, I was reading online, uh, the CBC's poll tracker right now uh, shows O'Toole uh, with a 34% lead under the lib- uh, over the liberals at 31.1 over the NDP at 20. Uh, so, but, but you're exactly right. They don't poll our age group. No. They, they don't. 
they uh, they assume well, they that, can't. <laughs> well, yeah, they can't get a hold of us. I mean, like we're on social media. We don't have home phones to for them to call. We're also working all day, so we try too. not to pick up our phones. Yeah, yeah, unlike the the other generations that typically I think, aren't. Like, uh, I don't really agree that the NDP is the right the the party that I'd want. Uh, I don't think know, it's what charge, I want but... for a lot of things, but I think that for those points that I made, it's the only one that's going to actually do anything. Like if oh, you want to sure. see, but if you never want to see at the level of our, you never want to see your guns again. If you never is, want, is that a to... priority for them? Because he Trudeau's made that a priority, I, and NDP hasn't made that a priority. Yet. I haven't heard. Well, but they have so many other things they have to hit in their social list before they even get to that. Like. I feel like it's so low down the list on the NDP. Whereas All it would because take under that government would be one shooting, one incident, one problem. And then that microscopes on that entire issue. Well, that's probably the case regardless of who's in there. It's just the liberals... Well, well, the liberals are already doing it. Like, they're already ramped all that uh, that effort up. Yeah. And I believe that and the other because thing the conservatives that are I getting see... in almost in spite of the fact that they don't reflect any social change in this mm-hmm. country. So if if a shooting came up uh, that was, like, let's say let's say it's a record-setting one. Let's just put it well, at the absolute not, worst. I, mean, I know, yeah. but let's just say it's a worst-case scenario. Mm-hmm. I think even the Conservative Party would have to act in some way mm-hmm. uh, because they don't have the social vote. So if they want to even try to take a, an ounce of that into mm-hmm. the, in the next election, they're going to have to capitulate somewhere. I, I just think that you could establish proper policing over, you know, policy that oh, I agree you with know, you. take property. You know? I, I agree with you. That's, that's kind of where I'm at. I just think that the more socialist, generally, the more authoritarian. However, Jagmeet's really kind of taken a, a step away from that, which yeah. I, I really appreciate. And, you know, just 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 for the listeners, um, yesterday, we record these on Monday. Uh, there was a Rick and Morty season finale. Now, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to do any spoilers. That's not what this show is about. <laughs> uh, but uh, definitely worth a watch. Also, interesting fact, Jagmeet Singh took two ads out. Mm-hmm. during that campaign so like that makes me feel like i'm appreciated as well he's also the only one know? on tiktok he is the only one who's still uh who's who's uh put at the top of his policy pl- plan mm-hmm. was to get mm-hmm. water to first nations people which is why i don't think guns That's- would be an issue because he doesn't he's not gonna have any budget left like he's <laughs> yeah. he's got important big fucking things and yeah. these are things that like People are going to wave that budget issue. People are going to wave that dollar figure issue yeah. at him. No one spent more and more in, ineptly than Justin, right? Like, the, uh, so yeah, unaccountably for two exactly, years too, right? Right. So. And well, I mean, except for maybe provincially, we've got five billion handed out by by a provincial government somehow, just negligibly, yeah, uh, or I, negligently. I, I, I don't. I, I yeah, like that. That that's totally fucked. I I just hope that. Uh, this this province works itself out in, in time. I, I I think it could go either way though. Unfortunately, if Kenny if Kenny gets another term, which is shocking to even think about because right. he's only halfway through this term, but if he gets another term, like the the at this point, all of the younger generations have to look at the the older people in this province and go fuck you guys and leave. Yeah, because that's what you have well, to do. Because it's exactly those dumb cunts do, that are doing it, frankly. right? Yeah. And I wanna I kind of wanna just I. I got to listen to our Kim podcast and it was awesome. I love listening to her talk. I think you asked a lot of great questions, brother. Right? Yeah, we, yeah. We, we did a we did yeah. a good job. And you yeah. know what? Yeah. She stayed for about an hour and a half afterwards too, just yeah. talking and talking she and talking. She was an absolute blast to have. She yeah. was super refreshing. But I think that she brought up a couple of interesting points and we need what we need is we need these older generations to listen to us. If you want your kids to stay, if you want them to have your grandkids near you, mm-hmm. then you need to actually get your fucking hands dirty and start cleaning this shit up. Well, it's, because 
because you guys have been watching exactly it right. idly by, right? I'm not saying you guys are directly contributing, but most of those people who are, you know, center or maybe not always participating, it's a lot of the time it's because they they haven't had to. Mm-hmm. Well, now you have to fight for what you want. If mm-hmm. you want something, if you want your kids to stay in the next generation, you know, give us a reason to. I got to say, though, the younger, gen- the older generations also fought for what they wanted. And, you know, I, I, I just like this is just kind of pieced together in my head just as you were talking. But I think the reason why we're left out is so much as millennials, as opposed to, you know, maybe the baby boomers or the Generation X after them, is they actually got involved in their communities. Yeah. Uh, baby boomers, the amount of Freemasons that were after the war, the amount of groups, the amount of lodges, the amount of unions, the amount of VAs, the amount of, you know, elk clubs, rotary clubs, yeah. all these clubs that put communities together, make them work together. And, you know, once you have a group of people, it's a lot easier to accomplish something than just one person standing on a soapbox. I agree. And I think that the one, one thing I would say though, is that one of the, one of the, woos of social media is the idea that you can be your own individual in but a group that's, setting that, that's the but issue it's, though it's a false narrative it right is. and and i think that on on that exact same note one of the things that's been a very common theme at least in employment stand uh, employment wise for the last two decades has been a massive massive pushback against any efforts to unionize any yeah. workplace and create a collective for our generation but it doesn't just have to so, be in the workplace either you know like it's it's all these community groups that are dying that unfortunately are full of all those older generations that well, are begging yeah. us younger generations to come in i mean as a freemason myself you go to some of these lodges and like i'm the youngest guy there there's no one close to my age of but I, I i probably bring the average from like an average of like 75 me you coming in there with all the other 20 to 100 guys i'll bring it down to a 74 like they're all old dudes right yep. and they get it they get that you know you want to affect change you want to you know talk about issues you, you, you can't really use what's modern social media now because for two reasons you're, you're going to get yourself in a soapbox and you're going to surround yourself with people that believe in what you believe anyway. Well, yeah, because it's these like, are your it's, friends and following. It's an imperfect system because social media yeah. is designed to force you into that box. Exactly. And right? secondly, they determine what they what you can put up. Yeah. I mean, like to, to come from the right side of things, like there was a, a captain that posted a, a picture of himself saluting the American flag. Um, I, I can get his name here in a sec, but... Uh, Facebook argued that it was, you know, uh, a horrifying picture oh, or yeah, something yeah. because he had facial scars oh, and that's awful. Uh, they, they, they blocked the post. Obviously, Fox News jumped all over it, but you, you can just kind of see that, you know, w- when you have something that is considered offensive to a group of people, those people aren't those people shouldn't be determining what we can talk and what we can't talk about. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why American exceptionalism exists in the in the narrative in the United States media is because they can't talk about the atrocities that their military carries out over overseas. Right. Like they yeah. kill women and children on a regular basis. Yeah. And you're not allowed to talk about that because they're such an exceptional bunch of people. Yeah. And right? unfortunately, the big problem with this is as they take more of these extreme groups off of their platform where everybody can see them, they actually force them to get together in person. And when you're together in person... dark corners online. Yeah, yeah. And when you're together in person, like I was saying earlier, you you, you have a stronger group when you're actually meeting and you're discussing with real people. Because it's one thing to have an online presence and an online voice and a following. But when you actually push these people off every platform, you're forcing them to meet in person. 
Yeah. And when people meet in person, they generally make real plans rather than just this stuff online, you know, like hate speech or whatever. Now, I'm not saying or condoning hate speech or racism. I'm just saying that as a social media provider, you shouldn't be the one to censor that. Well, I think that it's hard to I think the problem is, is that social media in general is not is not reflective of any other aspect of human society. Mm -hmm. Like there's no world in which a billion people can all hear each other in a conversation. Yeah. Right. And that's the, the, I think that there's a lot of problems that kind of, that work their way out of that. And the fact that we're not, we're not designed to read emotionless statements, which is how social media is built. Right. Mm -hmm. Where, you don't understand the empathy. Somebody could be typing something and satirically in, yeah. in tears while they're doing yeah. it, laughing or in tears, uh, crying. And the words themselves wouldn't could read as uh, as, you know, being devoid of both of those emotions. So it it's really tough to actually have any kind of meaningful conversations. I think that a lot of the time, like every so often, I'll 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 be wooed into a conversation online and that's it happened relatively recently where I decided I had to just jump on some moron who's just spewing legal bullshit. Uh, but look out. But I mean, well, yeah, and then he's like, well, here's a video of a lawyer. And I was like, notice how the lawyer doesn't have any confidence in his voice or anything he's saying because he's hedging on every statement, unlike the certainty you spew with ha less than half his intelligence. Yeah, like, like, that's that's the problem, mm -hmm. right? Is that. And so all I all I replied with was, uh, "You're not grounded in anything other than the Dunning Kruger effect." Yeah, right? the thing like, is, is that, what's that? Well, exactly. Right? Uh, like I said, the thing is, when you take a voice away from the educated or the uneducated, you know, it, it just creates, you know, that 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 turmoil. Now, the name of that captain was Sam Brown, and the reason why I kind of wanted to bring this up is because you know Facebook flagged this as uh, you know um, disturbing to young audiences. No. However, this was right around the same time where we were you young know, audiences on Facebook. Me and you. Well, I'm, I'm not sure they 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 they'll flag <laughs> it. As, I'm assuming yeah, on they, they'll flag it as sensitive, yeah, sensitive, yeah. and then they'll make you click on something or they'll take it off. But this was right around the same time that McGregor had that fight where he snapped his leg, and everywhere you looked, you saw pictures of that and the, the bone sticking out and all that shit. Yeah. But you know, a guy that served his country, saluting a flag with, with scars, scars from face. literally. You know, fighting, you know, state enemies. I, I, I'm not going to call them terrorists because I think that, you know, you become a terrorist when people invade. You know, if you're not wearing a uniform, generally get the fuck out. You know, you're, you're fighting civilians. But beside the point, though, this guy went to serve his country, came back with injuries, and now it's disturbing. But you can look at, you know, Conor McGregor's yeah. leg snap from you know, a hundred different angles. Yeah. And well, I think a sensitive. lot of the time is because again, that American exceptionalism is that they, they never take, uh, they don't get hit. Mm -hmm. They don't get shot at. They don't, they don't take any wounds. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's the narrative is that they're so much better than them. Like the Avengers all meet back up together and they've never died. We were just kind of talking off air about how DC is so much darker than Marvel and, and how, uh, yeah, like, like one of the reasons why the Suicide Squad is such a unique narrative to DC is because you can kill everyone. Mm -hmm. And in Marvel, like it, it's it's been several years and people still talk about Tony's death. Like it's it's that impactful, which yeah. makes sense given the 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 what twenty some odd movies that we had in there. But I think that it's it's kind of interesting when 
yeah, you've got this idea that the heroes always come back. They're always fine, right? There's always going to be a post credit scene where they're eating shawarma and you're all good, right? <laughs> like, like at the yeah. end, and, and so that's that's how Americans view their military, right? Is that these guys, they're all flag-loving, gun-loving, booze-loving, tit-loving dudes, and they've uh, there's no gays there. There's a, there's they're definitely only killing bad guys and insurgents, yeah, right? And that's that's the view they have, and they're all Christian. Mm-hmm. right and unfortunately all that's bullshit there's yeah. a lot of transgender people in in the military there's a lot of atheists in the military yep. and there's muslims in the military mm-hmm. and there's sikhs and there's hindus in the military like you don't get to pick some well, people want to protect their country regardless of your fucking uh, stereotypes well, i think it's it's, uh, in a lot of ways it's regardless of choice because uh, well, education yeah, is so fucking expensive and you know, just well, it's to nearly kind of speak, non-existence in some places. Look well, at what exactly, Texas has right? done in the last couple of weeks here. Like, I mean, oh, I, I kind of wanted to speak on what's going on down in the states, just for our American listeners. Surprisingly, uh, we we've grown a following, uh, you know, in a few states: uh, Dallas, uh, Texas. Um, uh, I think we had a few listeners just outside of Wichita, Kansas, as well. That's weird. I was going through the map and uh, just want to say thank you for listening. Yeah, um, I'm curious though for those in Dallas. With, with what's going on, because that's mm-hmm. what I just referenced. That's, yeah. that's what I want to yeah. talk Holy about. Holy fuck, is your state an absolute clusterfuck? What is happening to you, lack well, of freedom, you, know, you freedom-hating From the right. People. I, I, what you know, is that? Like, you look at it, and you have all these women that are saying, now, I don't agree with this viewpoint. Uh, I, I just kind of want to bring it up, because it's an interesting talking point. Uh, you know, obviously, the state of Texas is... Uh, outlawed abortion past the detection of a fetal heartbeat. Yeah, which, and which, by the way, let's just put a little, a little asterisk about there. Six weeks. Well, it's about six weeks, but also it's fucking hard for even trained <laughs> doctors to hear it because there's a, another heartbeat in there. So it's not an easy thing to find, mm-hmm. and it's easy to get tricked on. And like all the way up until my daughter was born, they they heard weird things with the heartbeat no issues as soon as she came out mm-hmm. but this is what i mean like that's that's nine months in that's full term mm-hmm. and they still had trouble under like hearing what the what they were getting from there so yeah. it's it's a nonsensical point to use and it's arbitrary anyways but yeah the uh, argument that i've heard on the right is you have all these women that are pro-life and pro sorry pro-choice uh, you know, my body, my choice. However, that is pro-life. But on sure. um, considering the life that they're pro is not one that exists yet. Well, wouldn't it be pro-choice? Like, they're, they're, well, yeah, I'm just saying, like the 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 right wing stole the marketing. Pro pro-life is not what they're for. They're pro death of the woman. They're pro they're pro non-choice. Yeah, they're pro authoritarian. I think that the argument exactly that I've heard. Is. Ha, ha, lately from the right has been you have these women that are pro-choice they yeah. call them um where it's their body and they can decide if they want to have a child or not however they get the vaccine and they want everyone else to get the vaccine and yep. that's not a choice yep and right? there's just the dichotomy in those two beliefs but the that's kind of not even closely the same related. And this is this is the biggest issue that I have. So first of all, it splits gender lines. So if if there's no men involved in the decision when it comes to abortion, uh, then then I will yield the floor. Mm. Right. 
But at the end of the day, vaccines, uh, they, they impact absolutely everyone. Abortion rights only affect women, and therefore the men don't get a choice. Mm. The, the, the people that you're hearing on the right are almost exclusively men. But and, uh, can a transgender man become pregnant now? I don't think so. Well, I guess it would depend on how far along they are in any kind of therapy most of the time. Well, it was on the cover of People's Magazine, you know, like uh, there was a pregnant man. And they're calling them birthing people now, not you know birthing mothers. Yeah, but that man was also a woman before they. Started. But but no, you can't you can't say that. Well, well I, uh, okay, so here's here's, I how, know. here's how it works psychologically <laughs> and biologically because this is one of those ones as I'm sure you guys know by now. I like to troll, so when that's I, what when I'm I, doing here. So yeah, like, so so when yeah. I was in when I was in law school, like one of the thing one of the subjects, and it's been a hot button subject for a while now, but it's because Joe Rogan brought it up ineptly, like he does a lot of the time. It was transgender and transgender participation. Joe Rogan, things. shots yeah. of Mr. Beast. We shoot everybody on this show. It's yeah, great. well, Joe Rogan's a fucking <laughs> moron. He, he just spent 100 Gs trying to, to avoid taking the vaccine and almost died as a result. He's an absolute moron. He's a fucking... I didn't know that. Yeah. That, I he, didn't know he, that he either. He got COVID, almost fucking died, and va- injected himself with that uh, erythromycin or whatever the fuck that... that uh, it's something to use. It's like an, uh, it's an injection of antibodies used in zoos or some shit. I don't know. It's some it's some ridiculous Fox oh News bullshit. God. Yeah. And then he had to go and take a whole bunch of all of these untested shit to try it because he because he just wants to avoid the vaccine because he's a fucking moron. But he's also a millionaire. So yeah. he can do whatever he wants. Just fucking do the just. But anyways, ah. like seven years ago, this idiot uh, or six years ago, this idiot brought up the fact that um, transgender participation in MMA. And there was a lot of things that were right, for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about bone structure and all of that. Yeah. But the problem is, is that he was connecting into t- testosterone and testosterone was not the connection. So the, the main connection was actually having gone through puberty. So if you go through puberty as a gender... That's going to be the physiological gender that you're going to reflect most. So, okay, I mean, we're talking biologically. That, that, biologically. That so if you were make born more sense, as yeah. a biological female, yeah. and you go through puberty as a biological female, it doesn't matter what changes you make afterwards, you are, you're physiologically going to reflect more female than you are male. Yeah. And, the same, and, the, and, and the reverse is also true. Yeah. So the... Um, also important to this, a lot of people think transgender is a decision that they're making, and that or or that there's um, that there's some sort of lack of scientific credibility to claims being made by people uh, that are from the transgender community, and there there could be a divide there. There could be people who are coming out and just saying like, "I feel this way, I feel that way," but. Also know that there's been several scientific studies that have shown that uh, you can you can actually directly prove people's claims are correct in this space. So um, the fir- the first point to understand is is X and Y chromosome because uh, people often often will uh, resort to being like, well, he's X Y, and so it's this per uh, they're this. Well. Kleinfelter syndrome can be two X's and two Y's. Chromosomally, like, they're an anomaly. They can't have children. They're all men, right? Autism spectrum disorder, all, uh, uh, it's, it's almost 85% diagnosed in males. And it's because male brains and female brains, uh, when you're talking biologically, when they're born, are, are anatomically different, and they respond different to different, um, different stimuli. And so there's a, there's a study that they did where, where they... Um, there's a specific steroid when you introduce it into male and female brains um, that they interact differently, whether uh, de- depending on the gender mm-hmm. um, 
or on whatever the the phys- physiological features mm-hmm. reflecting that gender whatever you want to whatever the pc way of saying it is doesn't really matter um but yeah, and so what they found was, uh, I think the study was relatively small that I read. It was something, I think it was out of Stanford. I think there was about 18 to 22 people. And what they did was they took uh, brain scans of them and then they they injected them with this steroid mm-hmm. um, and then did brain scans again. And what they found was that the people's brains, regardless of their body, what their body showed, mm-hmm. their brains were the gender that they were claiming to be. Mm. See, so that's, that that's- means... That's radical. Well, yeah. So and that's, for me, because I'm, I, I'm, st- I think I might be on the opposite end of you because you've been talking. You've mentioned that study before too. Yep. So I, I definitely want to get a hold of that and, and check that out for myself because that would drastically change my opinion on the entire well, issue. Well, I can get it. I mean, I wrote a whole legal paper on it and I did a presentation to like over 100, did, eh? 120 people. Yeah. So like the, this was one that I've, but yeah, like I, 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 I knew I was going to get pushback. So I pulled out all the stops. My research yeah. on this is very, very, very clean, but I, and I'll give you all of it. I can give you my paper if you want. It's pretty convincing, Fuck. but, um, but basically they're, they're, they're born in the wrong shell, right? Because if you, re- if you, if you reflect just for a second on what makes you, you well, hold on though, I, I mean, am my brain. Yeah. Oh, hold right? on though. I mean, yeah. if, if you're born, let's say schizophrenic or, you're born with a, a, like a mental disability. Yeah, schizophrenic's you know? a hard one because you can't. Th- well, those actually don't show until typically until oh. between late teens and early twenties. <laughs> oh shit! Oh no! Lit on Tim Hortons. <laughs> oh no! You'd think it'd be a failure of a paper straw, well, but he, he, nope. He, today it was. A, I mean, lit. like you, you look at any like uh, like autism or you know uh, like other disorders where. You know, the suicide rate might be a little higher or they'll have these struggles. They'll try to medicate them to help them, you know, be part of, you know, the society that we've created. Transgender people have a 40% suicide rate. Yeah. You know, that's higher than a lot of mental disorders that we medicate for. Yeah. And we're just supposed to, like, I, I agree, like, be what you want, do what you want. I just look at it like this. I mean, if this was any other disorder the system would want to medicate you and help you. Well, I'll you know? stop you there, though, because it's not a disorder, right? This is a, a, a statement of who they but are. But you can see how with the 40% suicide rate, you could see it as a disorder. Well, I mean, that's if you want to put it on the people that are killing themselves because society doesn't recognize who they are. They don't recognize them as people, right? Like, hmm. even if you have autism, there's a space for you in society. There are autistic people. There are autistic societies. There are, uh, there are sports for autism. There are Generally, sports. a lot of those people undergo medication and treatment, though, yep, but in order but, to Well, and, and transgender people want society. to do that in order to become more of the who they are, right? To be able to participate better in society without depression. So they but, take but, antidepressants. Uh, they take uh, They take all sorts of gene therapy and things like that Mm -hmm. to try and become more of who they are basically to try and fit themselves more into who they think society sees them as as well right Mm -hmm. because they have to they have to actually make themselves look like the stereotype even if that's not who they are yeah i mean the the way i look at it you know the the way i'm kind of thinking i I guess to, to, to continue this debate uh if you have childhood trauma you know uh they they find that a lot of people that undergo like very traumatic childhood experiences. You know, uh, statistically, a lot of the serial killers of the world had very traumatic childhood childhoods. Yep. You know, and you can also tie that to transgender as well in a lot of regards. A lot of the people with, you know, the decision to switch genders had trauma in their childhood. Well, you know? I mean, I, that's actually not, not entirely factual. So what you're hearing about 
versus the people. So the reason why that rate is so high is because there's a lot more people that are going through this than what 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 I think a lot of society would like to see. So there are there's going to be a portion of the population that was bullied and and beaten or they were they went through some massive trauma as a child and they're generally lost, right? But what we're speaking directly to is being lost in terms of identity related to gender, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that those are two different things. So people who go through trauma, they're going to be lost and we lump them into the same category, right? Okay. And, and so I don't think that they're necessarily part of the same category. There's probably some overlap, I would guess, because the people who are forgotten in society, they often have a lot of overlap. We know that incels also typically had trauma when they were in children, um, typically from a female superior, uh, and it's why they they hate women and they have a hard time expressing themselves actually a lot of the time right so but it's not to say that they're all like that it just there there's going to be overlap there mm -hmm. um i think what's important when it comes to gender again is we don't compare it to a disease necessarily it's a what i like to call it is a deviation right mm -hmm. and the way that i define a deviation so a deviation is just a deviation from the norm it's a mathematical term so i don't want people to be like oh you're calling them deviants no 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 it's it's a mathematical term it's a standard deviation so it's a it's a it's a notable move from center or from what we're, we're expecting to see right mm -hmm. um and I think that we see that everywhere and we have certain sympathies for it. So homosexuality used to be called a sexual deviancy. Uh, mathematically, or, or at least terminologically, that's correct. But I know that that's now offensive. Um, but what it is, is it just deviated from the norms of society, right? And so if you just continue that, that kind of terminology use, what you'll find is that there's a stark contrast between deviants that impose themselves on other people and deviants that are that feel like society is imposed on them. And mm. I would say that transgender people, um, you can you can draw a very clear line between let's say pedophilia, which is a sexual deviation, right? These people deviate from the norm of what their sexual interests are, but they directly impose that and victimize people in society as a result. Transgender people don't do that, right? They victimize themselves as a result, oftentimes attacking themselves, cutting themselves, killing themselves. Mm -hmm. So oh, I man. think we have to kind of take two different approaches to how we view deviance uh, in, in society because the three of us are considered social deviants from a political standpoint. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So we have to... If we want to be accepted, I think a lot of the time we have to be the first ones to do that. And I think that in this particular one, they need sympathy. I think you're right that medication might be part of that. And mm -hmm. I think that that's, that's, well, that's the that's typical approach to sympathy was, that we would go. I, like right now, we're just having a debate. Oh, totally. totally. Like just for the viewers, I, I, I believe like do what you want. I mean, like I, oh, yeah. I'm the most libertarian guy you could like <laughs> out there. I mean, I, I don't give a shit. Like. Whatever, like as long as it doesn't affect children or animals, like <laughs> have at it. But you know, I, I just just to, for the debate, I mean, you, you look at the suicide rate there, and that's kind of the the issue I wanted to touch on. But you know, to to kind of take this topic in the other direction, there, uh, we were kind of discussing the, uh, the the abortion changes uh, down in the states. I just yeah, want to kind of Texas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, from a legal standpoint, I mean. They're asking the Supreme Court to get involved in this, and they're not. So the state just changed the laws themselves, which I think they can do under the Constitution. But from a legal standpoint, I know you had a you know a Commonwealth legal education. Yeah. But what uh, what what the fuck's going on down there? 
So it's so fucking hard to to really understand state law versus like so uh, we've talked about federalism before Mm -hmm. um, and how Canada's federalism uh, is geared towards like we have a more uh, authority authoritative uh, federal government and so like the primary uh, concerns go to the federal government the secondary concerns go to the provincial government tertiary go to municipal and so on and in the United States there's always been a battle, right? And, and anybody who's ever turned on a cop show for more than five minutes know, like, no, no, this is my jurisdiction. No, this is my jurisdiction. <laughs> You've, we've all heard it at least <laughs> once. Yeah. That you'll never hear here because no. that's just nonsensical, yeah. right? They go, oh, you're also a police officer. Why don't we work together? Because we're not fucking stupid. But in the United States, <laughs> there's a lot of bravado. And <laughs> well, there's a lot elected, of also, there's a yeah. lack of clarity in terms of who has control over things. Like, yeah, they how many states have fucking legal weed when weed is considered still a class A uh, substance? Type 1 right? narcotic, yeah. yeah. So, like, they... Or Schedule uh, 1, I yeah. guess. Yeah, so, like, if you're in Illinois, you could, you could face life in prison for something in Colorado that you could get a lifetime supply of cheeseburgers for. So like there's <laughs> there there's not they're not uh, like this country is fucked right yeah so what they're doing is they are basically walking around sidestepping Supreme Court rule yeah. um the of course it was Texas first too of course so what they're hoping is that it gets challenged and that the current Supreme Court being loaded by Republicans are going to then overturn it and basically create new precedents against that old case. Yeah. They want to take it head on. Oh, they're, they're challenging Roe v. Wade, the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what that's I would imagine that's what they'd have to do in order to get in there. I well, honestly I don't have enough yeah, yeah. detailed uh, knowledge as to how they could possibly force it through. I do know that GoDaddy pulled the website that was like their snitch site for, so like for for an overview, if you get an abortion after six weeks, if you, if you perform an abortion after six weeks, if you tell somebody about an abortion clinic after six weeks, you face prison. This is now, what I don't understand. Like, why are people on the right that are apparently more free? They're not free. They've never been more free. Want man. more authoritarianism over women. It, because it just, they're Christian. Yeah. They're right-wing Christians, and uh, they're always authoritarian. Because well, if you don't follow our club, then our club will kick you the fuck out. What's yeah. it going to take for the Catholic Church, church to just fall? Uh, Nothing. Oh, they man. physically can't fall until governments uh, get out and like stop suckling their teats. Like over the last couple of years, man, they're just not not a great track. Not a, not a great going on here. Yeah, yeah a couple years. You can add in three couple zeros decades. to that. Yeah. Couple centuries. Yeah. <laughs> couple millennia, man. There's been yeah. a joke. The, the religion has has like. My, one of my favorite episodes of few, uh, of um, of Family Guy ever is when Stewie go, gets in his time machine and they go to different possibilities. So this, oh, this is if the Christianity never existed, we never went into the Dark Ages. And then they see Meg, and she's a twenty out of ten, and she's still <laughs> the ugliest person on the planet, <laughs> and everything is perfect. Yeah, and and it's just like. I mean, I'm, I know it's a massive exaggeration, and it's written by a hard a group of hardcore atheists, yeah. from Jewish atheists at that. But but it's it's. I just still- think that if you're an American listening to this and you're pro life, and you're supporting that movement, I, check your values. Think about it. Yeah. Like think it through. I mean, you're not supporting freedom. Here's the thing that that woman that now has to have a child carried to term either has to go through an adoption process or change their entire life. 
has to quit her job you and know? get on welfare. The man then, generally leaves. The man generally leaves. Yeah. And that's why these choices want to come up. I mean, these aren't healthy families. Yeah. These are people that you're going to now have to pay tax dollars to support. You know what? Well, you know what? I'll give I'll give the entire right side one one way that they can enforce this abortion law in Texas where they won't look like absolute rank hypocrites. No. So one way, force all of your boys upon birth to be snipped. Snipped and tied. Yep. It's all reversible. Yep. Snip them and tie them. And yep. that way, if somebody is getting an abortion, it's after they've, uh, it's either we, we're going to be charging that man for criminal, uh, for a criminal act because they were unsnipped and didn't have consent and that's now rape, right? Or there was a consensual practice and then they regretted it after the fact, which this is the one instance just, that Americans want is, to like, fight back against. Would you develop differently if you had a if you had that surgery done? None of us are doctors. I have no fucking that, that's clue. That's the only question. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'd want yeah. to do a little more research on that before. Yeah. But, but like, I think that maybe like perfect. once you're 12, you know, and you, maybe like, that, that's not a bad idea, but like you're going to get all the right wing people saying, you're not going to chop my dick off. You know? Yeah, I'm not going to chop your dick off. I'm, I'm going to touch gonna give your you, dick. Like we're gonna, there was this. There was this, this is good for you. <laughs> yeah, this is good for all of society. Uh, now, rather, now Betty May isn't going to have twenty-seven children. Would you yeah. rather take the bullets out of the gun or wear a bulletproof vest? Exactly, that's take the, the bullets real, out of the gun. You can still carry question. your gun around all you want. Yeah, yeah. man. You can and hang. You can hang the fucking uh, the, the bullet <laughs> casings from the back of your truck like you've always wanted to. Oh but at the God. end of the day, you don't get to fucking have a loaded gun going no. into every encounter with a woman because then, you put the onus on her. At every stage, at every stage, she has to pay for birth control in your country. How fucked? How fucked are you guys that she has to pay for birth control that gives her a... Oh, first of all, first of all, oh, male birth control by birth the form control. of a pill. Male birth control by the form of a pill was available for mass distribution in the United States for more than five years now. But the side effects in all of the studies that they've shown were uh, weight gain, stress, anxiety. So exactly uh, like... Literally the, the yeah. same as women, but less they actually re recorded lower reporting rates for, uh, than it, but they didn't approve it yeah. because men are fucking pussies. Well, so the, yeah. at least the men they're we, studying we in the yeah. states, but yeah, our pain tolerance is quite literally lower than women. That's that's well known. We can't shove like. If you ever have to pass a kidney stone, go up to a pregnant woman and try and look her in the eye and say, I know what you feel like, you fucking moron. She deserves yeah. to break your femur. That's the only time you'll know what she feels like, <laughs> right? Just a little news for you, because I know you hate this lady like, more than you know, a Satan. Oh, jeez. Uh, Candace Owens. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, 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 that's the yeah, reaction I was expecting. Uh, so I she obviously this. is denied getting the vaccine. Yeah. Of course. And uh, she's doing these COVID tests constantly, uh, which, frankly... A test, a COVID test isn't an absolute. No. Like, th th there's an error margin there. Yep. You know, like, you're not, even if you test negative, there's a chance you're positive. Yep. Even if you test positive, there's a chance it's negative. But anyway, she's going all over the country doing what she does, you know, uh, set the woman's moving back 50 years, whatever. Oh, uh, oh one God. clinic decided, that, hey, we're not going to let you COVID test. You've fucking made an abomination of this entire process. Yeah. And they refused to give her a COVID test. Obviously, she went on the news and this is all, oh, cancel culture. It's because I'm right wing and da 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 But here's the thing. Yeah. Fucking healthcare is privatized down there. Yep. They can do whatever the fuck they want. Wouldn't you want 
Yeah. That like wasn't it your you, right wing group that said, nah, "Hey, I don't want to make, make I don't want to make cake for gay. gays." Yeah, like th- th- that's the thing. Like on one side of the spectrum, you can say, "Oh, well, business can do what it wants," but on the other side, when it affects you, what right wing ideal is <laughs> that? Be again? Is it Christianity? Hmm. There you go. Hmm. It's authoritarian oh think, Christianity, think, and it's not even fucking biblical. No, like just just go through the Bible, find me a quote where Jesus was saying anything about disparaging gays. Or well, wait. money in oh, general. Wait. Oh, actually, disparaging money. He was all over it. No. The only time that Jesus it's ever fucking <laughs> yeah, the only time the only time that Jesus ever fucking said burn it down was when a bunch of bill collectors came and were fucking fiending for more money from the from the people. Yeah. And he said, "Burn it all down." If yeah. that's what they they're charging us for, burn it down. So he's actually for property destruction. He was fine with the people who were wounded. He was fine with prostitutes and whores. He was okay with all of that. He yeah. was willing to heal them all. You know what he wasn't fine with is fucking wealthy pieces of shit wanting more money. Yeah, which yeah, is just bad. what Condon Candace Owens is. It's what every religious leader in the United States. It's what every political leader in the United States is. Yeah. Except for maybe AOC. I like to think that she's got some integrity there because she's fighting so hard against it. But who mm. the fuck knows? Yeah. Who knows? Everybody's open to change. And I always assume that if you're in the swamp long enough, you're just going to turn into the next thing. So, yeah, yeah, that's it's, the truth. It's tough. It's tough to look at. I think that when we look at Texas, I think the weirdest, like, it's hard to not be sympathetic. But at the same time, one of the points that I, I made to my wife last night was actually like, you got to remember wh- how you know that it's a Christian thing and not a, a gendered issue mm-hmm. and not even a principled issue. It's exclusively a religious one is because women are voting for it too. There, It's not like there were no women uh, on the, yeah. on the, the side of saying, yeah, let's do this. So, yeah. so this is, this is how you know that it's, it's an authoritarian. They're voting against their own interests, right? Well, I hate and, to say and, it. And for it the fucking Americans, it wasn't the Germans that were putting the Jews onto the carts. It was the Jews. Well, and then so. and then just remember too, for the Americans who were talking about, oh my God, these fucking muzies want to let these women live in cloth bags. Well, <laughs> yeah. they've been convinced their entire lives that that makes them better. Who do you think your wife is voting, or why do you think your wife is yeah. voting alongside you in these horrific fucking choices? Yeah. Why and, do you, th- despite the fact that you guys have daughters in your family, like yeah. you, th- it's, it's and, astonishing how pathetic your, your country is at analyzing things from a uh, neutral standpoint because yeah. of how charged you are religiously. And, and to clarify what, if, my if, statement if, there, uh, it, during the second world war, when the Germans were, you know, moving, you know, the, the, the mass murder of uh, the genocide, uh, a lot of the people that actually rounded up the, uh, the, the, the Jewish folks, organized the transportation uh you know did all the paperwork you know a lot of those people the germans actually conditioned uh jewish people to do it you know i wouldn't be surprised i don't know enough about it but i wouldn't be surprised but you can see that this is something that humanity's done before it's not just the specific issue it's the fact that we've just been so blinded by the wrong values yeah you know like if if you're truly an authoritarian or you, you truly are uh, pro-choice or, or you know freedom i should say is your is your utmost concern like wouldn't you want to have more choices available like at, in any onset the lack of choice is authoritarian well yeah but i mean that's they authoritarian is how americans want to live like you can't it, it, you it can't appears live that way biblically yeah. right like 
you are quite literally bowing down to what you consider to be an all-supreme authority, which, if you read that book, there is nothing authoritative about it. Also, mm-hmm. nothing in the book says it's the last word, unlike the Quran, no. right? Uh, no, nothing in that book says that, uh, oh, Jesus never says anything about uh, torment either, eternal torment, nothing. There's no, no hell-based system. There was none, none of that was, was Jesus yeah. in there, right? This is all after the fact. Um, granted, it was written 250 years after, uh, after Jesus died mm-hmm. anyways supposedly lived anyways the the, the religious ideology uh, ideology of the united states will always be authoritarian there's no way for them to not be right like mm-hmm. it's built it's baked into everything that they believe through their education system even like it's reinforced right and it's interesting because you look at the united states and you you look at other countries that operate like they do right so uh, having flags in the can- classroom and saluting uh, to the flag. That's a fucking odd ideal. It like is. we're talking about weird ideals. That's an odd ideal. Yeah, you know? pledging allegiance. Yeah, sir, pledging yeah. allegiance. So um, uh, you talked about the Commonwealth. There's no Commonwealth country that does that. There is one country that does that, though, and that's North Korea. North Korea pledges allegiance to the North Korean flag. Mm-hmm. Um, they carry uh, uh, photos of the dear leader when they walk to and from school, which is something I'm sure Trump would have been a big fan of. Um and Biden less so mostly because I just don't think he wants to see how old he looks. Yeah, uh, might not remember that he even had that photo taken. Ah, oh, geez, who's that guy in that picture? Oh, he's a good-looking young man. That man. Huh? Oh, is that my boy? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Let's point out. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's uh the United States system is is it's very very archaic. There's nothing about it that's modern. Like there, you go to an, uh, yeah. any developed uh, European country or uh, or Canada, and you, I mean Canada, we're starting to devolve into the United States just because of the massive reach of their marketing um, and just their commerce grows in like expands so deeply into our into our world. Oh, we let them, and that's the problem. I mean, well, I mean, we don't have a choice. We have such a like our population is like if if we all became a military, their military could still take us out. Like it, it, we only it would be a fight, like but that's yes, some shit. like like that. Yeah, I mean, it, like in have order to, have, to put up a good fight, we'd need at least ten years of R and D, and like either that crazy. or we'd have to like train every single Canadian NHL star who plays in the United States as a secret assassin within their own state, yeah. so they could take them out at their own high level, mm. which might have already happened. Did you get really friendly <laughs> with Russia really fast? Yeah, but either way, like, they're, they're, like we. We don't. We almost have no chance, choice. What we should be doing is what CSIS used to do, which is using our skills for for to get the United States to do our bidding. We used to be their international spy agency. Mm-hmm. We didn't. They they didn't give their intelligence back. They trusted us, which meant that they weren't going to expand into our zone. They weren't going to try and fuck with us. And we don't have that same relationship anymore. We're a small player economically, and we're just a thorn in their side in terms of uh, the social comparisons that they have for their their wealthy elite. Yeah. So it's it's hard. It's hard when you it's hard when you want to look to any other country because every other country is better off than the United States, right? Like if you want countries more more closely related to how they run their politics, you have to go to Afghanistan, you have to go to Saudi Arabia, you have to go to North Korea. You have to go to places that don't have rights and don't have freedoms because that's what they advocate for. Authoritarian rule based off of something bullshitty, right? And that something bullshitty in their kind of in in their states, it happens to be the Bible, right? In Saudi Arabia, well, it's, the, the, Bible, it's the Quran or the uh and and in uh in Israel, it's, it's someone's it's interpretation the of it. And that's that's well, of the course. problem. I mean, well, it's cuz it's open for interpretation, uh, right? Well, that's that's yeah. Yeah. Like, and it, like it, we were talking about um 
you know, just the, the tyranny of the minority when Kim was on the podcast. Yep. And I, I think that the other side of that coin is the tyranny of the majority. Well, yeah, of course. You know? And That's the more, more terrifying one. Absolutely. Like, the, one, the one point I disagree with her fervently on, and I probably, I wish, like, retroactively I could go back and, and push her harder on, is I don't think politicians deserve trust. And she wants us to trust them. And I asked for a uh, policy reason to trust them, and she didn't give me one. And or or any policies that she would put in place, I I don't trust politicians, and I'm correct. I don't either. I, and we are right yeah. in not trusting politicians because they keep showing us not to trust them. If you keep trusting them, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. Right. At the end of the day, they need to earn it from us. Now mm-hmm. you need to actually prove to us. Well, I think they've always had to earn it. I just think that society has moved to a point where. We just want to hope and believe, and we also and don't we, know the, what earning it looks like anymore. Exactly, like, no kidding. Well, yeah. I think that I heard a really interesting TikTok, um, and of course, I get to bring back to TikTok because we don't have anybody here to interview. But uh, yeah. I saw a really interesting TikTok by a Gen Zer, and um, and she was talking about uh, how, um, oh, what celebrity was it? There was a celebrity she found out. Oh, it was Bob Ross. Bob Ross cheated on his wife. Yeah, there was a whole uh, documentary on, yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, and and she's like, fuck this guy. I used to think he was perfect. Fuck him, blah, 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 burn it down. And then this other TikToker stitched that and was like, this is why we don't have idols. One of the reasons that we don't have idols is because you can't separate the person from the work. Yeah. And you need to change how that is because people aren't going to want to put in the work if they're going to be judged for every aspect of who they are and not just the work that they're putting out. Yeah. Right. And I agree with that. Right. I think that you can talk about how Bill Cosby was, was a trailblazer in, for black comedians. Or Michael Jackson. For, well, Michael Jackson, I would actually say is still wrongfully maligned. Every single accuser. I know this is going to be a weird out there one, but every accuser that's ever come out against him has been paid off afterwards. They, they've never actually shown any substantive proof of anything that's happened because there. they were paid off. No, 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 not yeah. by Michael Jackson, by people who are going and by lawyers who are going after his estate. The, okay. the, the, so there's a, the most prominent one was one that was featured in uh, the, the documentary that came out, what, a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. That, the mother-son uh, combination, that those people have sued multiple celebrities at multiple times claiming the exact same thing. So I actually would say that Michael Jackson is actually in a different category altogether, mm-hmm. um, potentially, but I don't know. I don't know. There's not enough information yet, and, and that you know, information it, seems to be... You're right. Maybe like you just want to paint him as that because it's easy to connect those dots. Yeah. You know, he had a lot of plastic surgery. He changed his skin color. He well, imagine if Mr. Dude, you Mr. Know? Rogers had an international stage to say we want to talk about uh, racial equality. Mm. Right. I would imagine that it would be very easy to paint him as a pedophile. Right. Mm. Given the fact that he's always working around children and his entire life's work has been caring about kids and the future and children. Mm -hmm. Right. There's those connections can be made logically. That doesn't mean that they're right. And I, and I, and so I'll, I would just put, I would keep Michael Jackson in a different box for now because like all the allegations against Cosby have been proven true. Right. Like, well, not all of them, but a good point. Enough of them, like yeah. even if one was proven, runs enough. But enough of them have been proven that that there's no doubt there. Whereas yeah. Michael Jackson, there's a lot of doubt there. R. Kelly, zero doubt. 
right? Yeah. It's unfortunate that every instance I'm using right now are black artists, but this is who's getting taken down, right? You look at well, you well, can uh, also look at Jeffrey Epstein or Weinstein. Well, they got I mean, taken completely out. White yeah. guys. I mean, <laughs> well, they got completely taken out, but yeah, yeah, but that's because they actually had connections to power, right? I mean, there's there's ones that were just obvious, like R. Kelly was an obvious one. Everybody knew about him forever because he called himself the Pied Piper of the music industry. The Pied Piper story came is like Germanic, right? Like it comes from from uh, German history, and it was all about um, this piper who would play his pipe his magical flute and he would uh, lure all the rats out of the the town and uh, the Germans would pay him for it. And one year, uh, mm. the German town didn't pay him for it. And so he came back with his flute and he used his flute to lure all their children away. And yeah, dark <laughs> as fuck. Dark as fuck. R. Kelly called himself the Pied Piper of the music industry. He's literally <laughs> saying, I'm luring all your children away. He had ages just a number. He met Aaliyah when she was 12 and married her when she was 15. This was not not. I public, saw that, and he was on the right? road uh, with uh, with all his crew, Yeah, and they, uh, the door flew open, and he was, like, railing her in the back of the RV, and no one did shit. Yeah. Like, here's the problem. Like, if you see something like that, why wouldn't you stand up right there? Because you have money to make. So Th- what? This is what I say, is there's no integrity there. They yeah. don't, there's no integrity in politics. There's no integrity in power. This is the biggest issue that I have. Why I don't believe politicians, why I don't like Kim's, that one point that Kim made in power terms corrupts. of trusting them, is because they don't fucking deserve it, mm. right? There, there is no integrity in power. There is no power, powerful person that has integrity. And we've looked, we've wanted it for so long. We used to think, oh, Joe Rogan's got it, right? He invites everybody on. And then a second, he fell for it. He fell for this tag of the intellectual dark web. And then he was like, okay, I guess I'm just going to get on Ben Shapiro. And I'm going to get, we're going to basically bring on Sam Harris. We're going to bring on all of the polar opposites. And Alex Jones. And we're going to give them all their fucking due. (laughs) Let's bring them on. He brought on Candace Owens. He's... He is he has allowed this their their bullshit five percenter to reach the fifty percent. Mm-hmm. And and that's the problem. There's no integrity. You need to have integrity when you have power. And uh, I miss Alex Jones. Oh my god, I hope he dies. <laughs> Genuinely. At this point I can't hope for but any, any it, systemic change. I just want him to die. It it won't take too long. I mean the guy's no. like wickedly out of shape. And, oh jeez. Yeah. Probably shit diet, probably really bad heart. Yeah. Yeah, but they got so much money there's like I don't it, remember that South Park episode fucking like 20 years ago where it was uh, it was Magic Johnson and it was oh, just, yeah, they're carrying they, AIDS. They and AIDS, just yeah. carrying AIDS and it was just like <laughs> he had to swim in a pool of money once a day yeah, and then AIDS blend, goes away. They, or something he kept like that. the money all around his house. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Like, and then oh, he would liquefy it and inject it into himself, too. No, they were like, well, Magic Johnson doesn't have AIDS. Right. And then they're like, well, why don't you like show symptoms? And then they like, go in his bedroom and he had all these like stacks of dollar bills everywhere. Yeah. And they're like, oh. <gasps> Maybe yeah. it's this. So they blend all the money and they inject it. Then yeah. they go to Africa, like the fucking Land Rovers, and they're like, guys, we found the cure for AIDS. You just need to blend $200,000 and inject yourself with it. And they're, just, <laughs> and they're like, okay. Guess, guess we're not going to. Yeah. 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 Not going to happen. Not gonna yeah. Happen. <laughs> but yeah, like yeah. it seems like that's just kind of the, the game that the United States wants to play right now is just let the wealthy get away with whatever they want. Let's go to space. Let's not tax them. Let's, uh, let's let them move to Texas. Like, well, Elon Musk, by the way, now, like just just so that we're all clear, if you're going to bring the biggest the biggest business on the planet to a single state, you now are part of their socialization, which means that you are an anti-abortion fucking coward because you could change this all by yourself overnight. 
That's your state. That's where you wanted to operate, mm-hmm. which means that your employees so should be Tesla, coming after you for human rights. Tesla abortion clinics? Now yeah, well, why don't we have that? Yeah. Right? All automated. There you go. So there's got to be a catchphrase there, you know? Tesla terminations. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's electrifying. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's sad. We joke because it's fucking dark, but it's... It's sad to look at the United States and every time I look down there, I'm just like, you guys are fucking pathetic. And there's Jesus no, Christ. there's no, there's no grownups down there watching their TikToks. These guys don't know anything like they're, they genuinely are so ignorant. I've watched so, I don't know how many times I've seen, like, it's almost always young women, like 18 to 30 that are in debates on TikTok, which is like, why would you post this after how embarrassing this is? Where I saw one where these girls were like, uh, what's the, like, is Canada like, like, uh, like a, like a state? It was like, no, it's a country. It's like, well, but like, there's like, there's like 50 of them and like, it's its own thing and there's only 50 countries, right? What no, the fuck? no. There's like 200 plus there's countries. 50 states. There's like, depending on the day, there could be between 190 and 205 countries, roughly, I think it was. Yeah. But yeah, like she she was just clueless as to what, whether, and she's like, oh, I get, I never, I don't know why I never knew this. And I'm like, you're 22 and you didn't know Canada was a country. That's oh, why you live in the that country Rick beneath Mercer it. show talking to the Americans. Oh my, it was the best, like 9 11 uh, ruined a lot of things in a lot of ways, but, but, but how it got talking to Americans canceled is the most underrated fucking 9-11 travesty. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. It was yeah. the greatest show and then Canada just felt guilty for making fun of you dumbasses. Oh. oh, man. The Harvard professors were talking about the travesty of the Saskatchewan seal hunt, a landlocked province talking about how <laughs> sad it was. This is Harvard professors. Uh. You guys are so dumb. Your, oh, your yeah. intelligent and dumb people are so dumb. Sus- it's fucking awful yes this is Saskatchewan seal hunt and then they got an entire harvard class to go and say the sentence all at once congratulations canada on ending the saskatchewan seal hunt i remember like legalizing the staple the stapler uh that was another one they go around congratulations canada on legalizing the stapler yeah Oh, like they, they had this one guy convinced that we live in igloos. Oh, they had then, one convinced that we were building our first bridge called the Peter Mans Bridge. <laughs> and that it was going to be the most epic bridge ever connecting all of Canada. Oh, I just want to go down with you guys and do this. Like, bring it back. Like, it's just like, seriously, like, go on a trip, go down to like, you know, Florida. Because it's got to be either Florida or Texas. Mississippi, too. Oh, I'm, oh, man. I feel like coming from the West and crossing down that way, every state you cross in through the middle has, oh. to, has to be have no, a, a group of trip. those more... Right through a tornado trip. alley. Like, yeah. There's no way you call yourself the Sooner State and that there's intelligent people there. Like, I don't know what that means, but no, I don't I'm know sorry. what that means. <laughs> like, no. Sooner? <laughs> it's the Sooner State. Uh, sooner, sooner? I'm a Sooner, and I'm a Sooner. My mama that. always said, Sooner better than later. <laughs> Yeah. So we're the Sooner State. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Fuck, man. Wow. Every time I look at the states, it's just a dumpster fire. But, I, I, you know, like I don't know if you guys have ever played Fallout, any of the lore there. No. Uh, but uh, essentially, what happens in that? It's it's basically like uh, a separate reality from ours. A little bit different. We focus a little more on at- atomic energy, and over time, you know, resources get more scarce, and just kind of what happens. But you you can draw a lot. 
of similarities from our reality to that one. Well, I'm sure that's how they did it when they designed it. Super <laughs> rich, but well, no, like all these games were made in the like the the first Fallout was made in like the 90s, bro. But I, but I wouldn't but, be surprised if those dudes making it because gamers are always at the forefront of for all sure. that shit. I wouldn't be surprised if they're looking around and they just go, "Yo, what if?" Yeah, and that's yeah. it. That's all they start with. They just well, go, "What if?" Yeah, all the billionaires switch to fucking nuclear energy but they mm. still didn't didn't care about human rights so we would let fucking uh arcs uh, uh overreact or, or fucking uh, well, uh cars are powered by them like you can shoot them and they blow up like bombs but like it's <laughs> oh, fuck it's pretty cool but the like the, the comparisons like you make like all the rich people are wanting to go to space like the enclave and that's yeah. the are uh, the enemies in fallout 3 and most of the fallout series like yeah. they were just a whole bunch of rich dudes that wanted to go to space they like built bunkers and <laughs> they had all this money and they, you know, offered the public. They created this company named Vault Tech. Yeah. This is my theory. This is where I take it. Now, there's other people that believe other things, but you know, I I think I'm pretty right here. But there's this company named Vault Tech that's making all these vaults where people go if there's uh you know an, a blast event, right? Yeah. And then what the Vault Tech was actually doing is they were studying. Uh, the populations in these vaults and relaying all that information to this enclave, the wealthy people that own the planet. Yeah. Uh, so they were doing studies like, oh, what if, uh, you know, women and men are separate? What if, um, you know, you can't leave the vault no matter what? What if we let the doors open after two years? What if we only let them eat this food? What if we inject them with this? What if we do this? And there's like, I think, 113 or 127 volts all over America undergoing all these tests, oh, okay. overlaying this information to this super wealthy group called the Enclave. And uh, like, it's just kind of funny because you see that's exactly what these rich guys are doing. All the information you have on your phone about yourself yep. is going to like 12,000 different companies a day. Yeah. You know, they're taking all that data, how you live and they're building spaceships. Yeah. Cause they want to leave. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely connections <laughs> well, there. There's it, been that's, movies that's that have where made that we got to eventually yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, it's just funny. Like, well, you think even Judge Dredd, the the twenty ninety nine Marvel future is very yeah. similar to that, where yeah. where uh, everybody's like kept in these uh, like sky sky high fucking apartments, and they don't work, they don't have to leave there, but they have like minimal provisions, like Soylent Green style food and like yeah. shit like that, right? And uh, any younger audience, Soylent Green was this m- mythical fucking creation from the seventies, thinking you could get all of your nutrients into a giant block of green goo that you could just eat, so that you wouldn't have to have food anymore. Mm-hmm. Aren't you glad the foodie theme changed and we didn't have to go to the racist "let's not salt our meat" version of white cooking? Mm. Oh, I love immigration for food. Yeah, I love immigration for a lot of reasons, but food. Oh, Jamaican food and Chinese food and Indian food. Oh Korean. my god, Korean oh. food. Oh, South American food, fucking Brazilian uh, barbecue. Holy shit balls. Like immigrants taught white people how to cook. White people were just like, why don't we pickle it? Oh, this is so good. I love pickled white fish. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Well, a disgusting. lot of that too was because yeah. where we live, like the, the white culture lives, it's generally winter most of the year, right? And we have to, we had to kind of pickle things to preserve them through the winter so you'd have your land, you'd make your, you'd, you'd have your harvest, and then you'd, you'd pickle enough for your winter months. And, you know, it's uh, it, it's always great going to, like, a country that, you know, they don't have to deal with winter, because the food's always better, you know? Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, here nor there, but I could definitely live a whole winter on, like, pickles. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like, that's, that's dank. Yeah, yeah, pickled eggs, pickled herring, pickled 
beets, you know. It's all it's, good. Uh, pickled uh, beans, whatever, man. No, it's uh, uh, my wife just pickled a whole bunch of beets. She does it every year. Yeah, and, uh, I saw the jars out the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she gives them away as like birthday presents and stuff uh, to to her friends and coworkers. And yeah, it's uh, it's always nice. Uh, it's just like when you're when you're pulling those beets up and you're doing that, you know, it's, it it almost feels like you're in a whole other time. You know, it's <laughs> like it, it's weird, like because. If you want something nowadays, you just you go on your phone, you order it, it shows up. You go to the store, you buy it, it's yeah. done, right? Yeah. Like very, very few like things are like, you know, seed to table these days. Yeah. You know? Like it, it's all just that convenience factor. But it's so easy to do. I just don't know why more people and, don't And it's so uh in enriching or in yeah whatever well, the word is i can't think too, of the word right like from a cost side too you can buy like a shitload of beet seeds for four bucks you know whereas yeah. one jar of pickled beets at the store is four dollars you can have a whole harvest of beets or carrots or whatever mm. you know it just takes a little time but it, it this whole idea of being self-sufficient i think in society now is just it, it's not it's not taught like you drop 15 people from random places all over Edmonton into the woods with no power, electricity or gas or anything. Like I'd say 14 of them would probably die. (laughs) Uh, Guaranteed man. Like, especially in the winter here, bro. Like it is not like uh, nature used to be something we'd work with, you know, and it it made our lives, you know, of substance, you know, like you took care of what you had, but now it's just, it's so competitive. Like you can't, they don't want you to almost. It's an inconvenience that they make properties now with like no backyard. Yeah. You know, you can't have a fucking uh, planter. Why, why would you do that? The store is right there. Well, (laughs) for two reasons. What if the store just isn't there anymore? Or what if I just want to save a little bit of money? You know, like uh this technology too man like it's just it's got to a point where you can't fix anything anymore oh i know right it's the world is disposable 100 percent. world is disposable baby yeah and we're making literal patches of garbage in the ocean with all this disposable shit that no one can fix fuck you know and it just it just strikes you as kind of what the fuck uh, I I, I kind of want to cut it off here. I want to do uh, I want to do a Wednesday special Ooh. as well. Uh, you know, if we had if we have a little bit of time, um, yeah. yeah, I appreciate you guys tuning in. I I uh, know we didn't have a guest this week, but you know we're gonna be doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Just uh, <laughs> a thousand years, the gooch. There you go. Thousand, Don't forget thousand, September twentieth. One years the gooch. There you a thousand go. years. A little bit of this, and then <laughs> don't forget September twentieth federal election. So get out there. Don't forget that. Rep your area. Vote for who's going to actually represent you. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Don't vote for who mom's voting for. Don't vote for <laughs> who dad's voting for. Don't vote for who your significant other is voting for. Break the trend. Fucking read into it. Look into who you're voting for. And uh, yeah, uh, on that note, have a good weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week. 